All right, you ready? I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 33 of the Zoomer Sports Radio, and I have a special guest for today's episode. I got a man of many talents. He's a D3 volleyball player at Trine University in Indiana. He's a YouTuber. He has over 700K followers on TikTok, and he has even appeared on Inside the NBA. Please welcome Nick Woolley. All right. That was a sick, that was the best intro I've ever received in my life. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks for coming on, Nick. Uh, as you know, you're really busy. Just moved into college last week. and got a big volleyball season coming up, but we have two, besides both being from the Western suburbs, we got two, yep. we got two common things. We're both big Chiefs fans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so what 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 are your, the keys to victory tomorrow for the Chiefs to beat the Bills? Because obviously Mahomes has been cleared, so I think we are in the clear. But what are the what in your opinion? What are the vic- the keys to victory? So tomorrow, I think the keys to victory are going to be keeping a lead the entire. I, this is the Bills are really hot right now, and they're like the one team that I don't want to be playing from behind against. Like the Browns, if they were to get up to a, a lead early in the game I wasn't worried because we had Mahomes and we're the Chiefs we can come back but the Bills offense looks so good right now that we need to be the ones that get off to the early lead and let them crumble that's what I'm thinking and I don't Clyde's playing tomorrow right do you know if he is or not uh, I hope so that we we if, need him if Clyde's playing tomorrow then I, I think that that'll be huge because we can get off to an early lead and then start handing the ball off to Clyde second half um then we could that'll that'll be all we need. Uh, I think he's questionable right now, Clyde. Questionable, okay. So I think I think he will be there. And what I think separates the Chiefs and the Bills is experience. I mean, the Chiefs are still a relatively young team, but they've been there, done that. They obviously beat the Forty uh, ers last year in the Super Bowl. They lost to Brady because D Ford was offsides the uh, two years before. Don't get me started now. <laughs> What was even funnier is that we beat him in the Super Bowl the next year. That's true. I felt good. I felt <laughs> nice. We were due. But yeah, but Andy Reid has completely uh, transformed, or Steve Spangolia com- completely transformed that defense because two years ago it was Marcus Peters, Justin Houston, Dontari Poe, Derek Johnson. Now guys like Tyron Matthew. Oh, Reggie Ragland was on that old team, but Tyron Matthew, Willie Gay Jr., whole different uh, look. Yeah, we got a brand-new arsenal, and it's good. I like the Spags defense compared to the god-awful Bob Sutton defense we've been having to deal with for the years before that. Yeah, so definitely two, two of the best quarterbacks in the league facing off, Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Mahomes, obviously, a more agile quarterback, best known for his no-look passes, but Josh Allen, that man's a gunslinger. I mean – because usually the same thing about Mahomes, but Josh Allen, I think, has the fastest like, for, like velocity off his football throw. Yeah, Josh Allen is scary. Josh Allen's got a monster arm. He can run too, but I think running is a problem for Josh Allen because he's gotten lucky so far in his career. But all it takes is one like hit, and he's he's done. He'll go down. Now I know I can't really be talking because Mahomes, my boy, has been getting hurt from running too, but. Josh Allen's just physical, so he's he's yeah I agree he's scary he's explosive I, I don't want to mess with Josh Allen but we we got to we got to earn our way to the Super Bowl. 
Because I, I, I was, I was so nervous last week when Mahomes went down. Because one, I don't know what he was doing. He should have not have been that involved, like that, going down and dirty like that. But mm-hmm. he literally looked like he was drunk off his ass when he came up. Like <laughs> he, he, like couldn't get up. He like had who is it? Uh, what Eric Fisher had to pull him up. Yeah, he was he was Daisy. He's not good. I was I was a nervous train wreck in my friend's college dorm when we were watching the game. But, but I Chad for Henney sure it was over. Chad Henney, anything's possible. You know it. Chad Henney, uh, definitely happy he won't be starting this game. But go. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think the Bills would easily win with Chad Henney. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills defense is it's a solid defense too. So. Yeah, Bob, I agree with you that that I, I whenever I got the news that Mahomes passed the protocol and he's playing this week, I, oh, thank God, thank goodness. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously everyone in the Bills defense, very good defense, except when Derrick Henry's going against Josh Norman, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing him to a dirt nap. Yep. But yeah, so the line of the game, the spread is three and a half Chiefs. What do you, what's your prediction for this game? Are you going to give one of those uh, predictions you give on TikTok 70 to 2 or something? 77? Because no, anytime I do that, it means I don't respect the other team. Whenever, <laughs> we, play, whenever we play the Browns or some team like that, I always give a, a, a like a 122 to, to nothing Chiefs. Because I don't respect, but I respect the Bills. So because I respect the Bills, I make it close. So it's like 34 to like 10. For the for the Bills, and in reality, though, I I there there is a part of me that believes that it could be, could actually be a blowout for the Chiefs, um, if we get hot and just keep passing the ball nonstop and don't even think about running. Uh, as long as we don't get conservative in the second half, like we usually we usually start handing the ball off while the game's too close and it ends up we end up shooting ourselves in the foot and letting other teams in. But like, let's say Clyde's out, and we just keep throwing the ball. I think there's a chance it could be a blowout. But if we stick to our regular Chiefs script, I would say we win the game by like six points. Let's say six points. That's my prediction. And that, that's a good one. I think what the Chiefs got to do on defense is turnovers. Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger himself. That is what. That's what we pay him to do is force turnovers. Well, it's a forced fumble interception. We got to do that. We got to get Allen. He's never been this far in the playoffs, but we just got to pressure him up on the line. And what's awesome about this, I think you have maybe the two, one of the two of one of the strongest fan bases in all of NFL. You got Bills That's Mafia true. and Chiefs Kingdom. I think it'll be great. I wish it was full house because Arrowhead Stadium would be electric. It would. You you ever been to a Chiefs game before? I, I've not, but I have been to the Man. stadium. That's awesome. I, I've been to Arrowhead though. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. There, if it was a full house, then then it would be a blowout, no question in my mind. But, but uh, I mean, it is the loudest stadium in the world. It is. It is. Yeah, and we're still gonna have, I want to say, nine thousand people there for the game. So that's 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 nothing. That's not a small number or anything. That's still we, they still make an impact on the game with that many people. I mean, that's I like think... a regular Chargers game. So. <laughs> and the old soccer they used to play at the soccer stadium. Uh huh. <laughs> and they couldn't even fill that up and it was like a third of every other NFL stadium mm-hmm. but yeah I think I think it's actually maybe I know the Chiefs started with 18,000 and have they decreased that number of people in 
Dude, maybe I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking nineteen thousand, not nine thousand. I could yeah, have the number totally wrong. Yeah, I think, I think you're nineteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah. So even but, more. You know, Arrowhead's. I don't think they even have to pump in artificial noise because just the way Arrowhead Stadium is built, like with like, the field mm-hmm. under and like only the upper deck is above, like it just like it's a funnel for noise, Dangerous. and it's just so loud. Same thing with like um, I forget they changed the name of CenturyLink Field in Seattle. Some something weird. But like it has that has like a funnel too, kind of like a drum. I some kind of say, and they that's why Seattle and Kansas City are the loudest fan bases. Yeah, in 2014, when the Chiefs played the Patriots and broke the record, I was at that game. <laughs> I was there in the stadium when that happened, and uh, it hurt. It, it like hurts your ears so bad because it's like that. Because people don't realize how loud it is until they're in the middle of it. It and you you can feel the pressure in your ears just changing. It's not, it's, it's, it's a fun, it's super fun, but damn, it hurts. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. So which team going into the NFC, which team do you think would be a harder matchup for the chiefs if they win and go to the Super Bowl? Tom Brady the, and the Buccaneers or Rogers and the Packers? No, nah, the, this is how much, this is how much the Bucks scare me. This <laughs> is this. I, I am not scared of the Buccaneers whatsoever. This is how big, this is how scared I am of the Packers. I would I would much rather play the Buccaneers. I mean, you saw what we did to them earlier in the season. I think we could repeat it. Uh, but the Packers is that uh, the Packers are good. Uh, their rush defense is not great, which is where I think that would be huge for us. Um, and besides Kenny Clark, they got no one on that line. Yeah, so I would I would rather play the Bucks, even though matchup wise, it wouldn't like you'd want to play the Packers, but I would still rather, yeah, I, I'd rather play the books. I don't want to play the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's having this crazy season right now, but it would be, it would be a great game. It would be a fantastic game. I hope it's the Packers and the Chiefs because I want to earn our Super Bowl. Because, <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers, ever since the Packers drafted Jordan Love this year, he's just been on a tear. I think that gave him some extra motivation, like, are like you really going to try to Brett Favre me? Yeah, if mm-hmm. he was Jordan. So that's that made it personal. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. And, like, just what he can do, like, you, you've seen. His only receiver is Devontae Adams, but he has made, like, guys like Robert Tanyan become household names who were nobodies mm-hmm. before they had Aaron Rodgers, which is insane. He's like Brady. He's like Mahomes. He can take these not-so-good receivers like Demarcus Robinson and turn them into above average and not pro if not pro bowlers he's been doing it for years too crazy thing i noticed like once these uh packers guys leave the green bay their careers like they go to shit you got yeah there's there's nothing after that like uh randall cobb he's he's not doing anything in houston uh jordy Jordy nelson Nelson. yeah Mm -hmm. quickly retired after going to oakland uh, James Jones, I don't know if you remember him. His career didn't last after he left Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, is he, he scares me because he's Aaron Rodgers, and I've seen him, what he's done to the Bears especially. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's lost the Bears maybe once without getting hurt, like if he plays the whole game. Yeah, and even he, when he's hurt, he still sometimes beats <laughs> the Bears. It's weird. It's like, it's like flipped for Rodgers because people always say that, Mahomes is a product of his receivers like Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and which like obviously that doesn't hurt but Rodgers just 
he built he built a little different turning the receivers into the into the big playmakers. So yeah, I I personally do want it to be a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl just because that would be I feel like that'd be more enjoyable to watch and it would be you would really get the two best teams out of each conference. Um, but if we got to beat the shit out of the Bucks, then we can do that too. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, State Farm would definitely enjoy that Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> be a good State Farm, good State Farm. It, it almost happened last year, but Garoppolo and the Niners beat the Packers. Somehow, yeah. That, yikes. Mm. I mean, they almost they almost beat us, but we came back. I knew I am not scared if we're down by seven, if by three or seven points. Two minutes and we got the ball at our 20. I'm not scared. No, I'm not. That's what I've learned over the past two years is that I don't care how much we're down at any point in the game. It's like, so who cares? Like, who cares? It doesn't matter. We're built different. It was like that Oakland game this year. Jason Witten scores a touchdown to take the lead. I think with like a minute 30 left. And then Mahomes Mm -hmm. goes just rushing, charging up the field. I think if there was like a 32-yard touchdown pass, game over. Too much time. Too much time. Can't do that. Can't, Especially not against Mahomes. Who is the best quarterback in the NFL right now? I don't I don't care if you say Aaron – people who say Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. It is Mahomes. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes. There's not, there's not a question. You, you, I, I assume you're a Chiefs fan, so I bet you've heard, like I have all the time, if Mahomes was on the Jets, he wouldn't be that good. If Mahomes was on the Bears, he wouldn't. It doesn't matter. I think if Mahomes is on the Bears, he's on. He'd be taking them to a Super Bowl contender. Like it's literally Mahomes. Like he is not overrated. He is amazing. He's just amazing. No, I, I, I might be a little biased, <laughs> but the dude is just crazy. The dude is just different. Would you say Mahomes is your favorite player on the team? Because mine is actually Tyrant Matthew. Hmm. Uh, that's hard. I really like Kelsey a lot. I'm just not a big, like, I, I'm not a big defensively minded guy. Like when I was like, I played football eighth grade and freshman year and I was a quarterback. So like, I know everything there's no about offense, but defense, I just like, I don't know enough to say, or like appreciate all oh, this guy's doing this or this guy's doing that. Um, but yeah, I do like Tyron Matthew because the dude is a beast and collects his rent every game. But I would, I would say it'd either be Travis Kelsey or Mahomes. Yeah, my I mean, favorite. I I like to buy jerseys of defensive guys, even though I'm an offensive guys. I, I like offense better because I just think yeah. they don't get the respect they deserve. Because I got a Tyron Matthew uh, away Hang jersey. On. <laughs> Hang on, I keep talking. Go ahead. I got a I I got an Eddie Jackson Bears jersey. I just. I mean, I'll own, I'll own, like Patrick Mahomes jerseys. I got one. I just want to wear the defensive guys. That's just yeah. personal preference. I like no, the I defensive res- jerseys. I respect that, but you want to talk about showing respect with jerseys? Here we go. I got two for you right now. All right, let's see them. We're, we're gonna turn this camera a little bit. So, oh, is it that yeah. Harrison Butker? We got our Harrison Butker jersey, right? fantastic he's not having the greatest year but i still love him. he's still a top five kicker in the league yeah he's dude's still a beast and this this one's even better i got a anthony sherman jersey right here fullback. <laughs> the fullback gotta show, gotta show love as well and fun fact uh <laughs> last year i went to ravens chiefs game 
And uh, I was watching the warmups down at the sidelines. And uh, Sherman saw my jersey, dapped me up, and said he's never seen it. But he's never seen anybody wear, wear an Anthony Sherman jersey in his life. So <laughs> that, was, that was a big, big moment for me right there. I mean, you, you should have got like, did you get that on like TikTok or something? You should have got that interaction on film. Yeah, I did, right. But it just happened so fast. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And it's weird because you go to the Chiefs games. It's funny. Um, back when Marcus Peters was on the Chiefs in pregame warmups, every time I'd go, he warms up with the receivers for whatever reason because Marcus Peters. But even better, Anthony Sherman warms up with the receivers. So he's just out there running. So, so he saw the jersey like give me one of these. Went out there, caught, caught a ball running a fly route, which he would never do, but. It was great. It was funny. It was a good thing to watch. Yeah, so obviously we both are going to take the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. They're going to win back-to-back first team since I don't even know who was the last team to win back-to-back. 2003 Patriots, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Rams, They they uh, Vinatieri kicked a game winner versus the Rams and kicked a game yeah, winner versus yeah. the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I think the last AFC team to go to the Super Bowl, oh, no, they are on the AFC. I was going to bring up the Bills, the four Super Bowls in a row and not winning one. Yeah. That's just pretty. That's just pretty funny. Like, that's just like you can't you can't joke about that because it's still successful. But like, you lost four Super Bowls. You went over four. Let me tell you something. If if the Bills do beat us tomorrow, I'm going to be the biggest Bills fan in this Super Bowl. Because okay, if we can't win it, I would want the Bills to win it. I would agree with you. Else. Yeah, obviously we're going to win, and I obviously, want to win, but. I don't yeah. want Brady to win it out of anyone. I don't want him to get no. number seven. No, I just no. I, I I don't. I think Brady's overhyped. That is someone I think is overhyped. I, I agree, he is overrated. But like, if you say if you say he's overrated, you have all these Patriots and Tom Brady bandwagons just jumping on you. And like, I think I'm gonna yeah, ride this take. I, like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to ride this take forever. I think Mahomes will be the GOAT when he retires. Oh, for sure. I think I, so, too. I, 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 he's, especially if he wins this Super Bowl, then he, I don't even know. It's like, if you look like, like it's going to be crazy at that point. I remember, like, I think the game was on CBS. Like, they had a graphic, like, where Mahomes was and where Brady was at this time. He's beating him in, like, every statistic. Like when he was at his yeah, age, twenty five season. So, and let's move away from the Chiefs. Let's let's more on your social media career. So, back when you were uh, on TikTok, how did you come up with these crazy, hilarious ideas, like throwing the easel at your sister? <laughs> or um, the my favorite TikTok you ever made was uh the Mitch Trubisky one, the Bears draft room. <laughs> yeah. So like, and you also had like your Corona colors, your Oh, another one I like was the St. Louis Parabola. <laughs> I, I, now, I now call it that just because my hatred towards really? St. Louis from being a Kansas City fan and Chicago fan. Like, I just don't like St. Okay. Louis. <laughs> I know. I feel that. Uh, basically, just uh, throughout the day, um, a lot like funny things happen throughout the day to everybody. But most of the time, by the time you go to bed, you just forget about it. But what I would do is I'd go to high school and uh, there would be so many funny things that would happen throughout just the regular school day. I just like keep track. Like I'd write it in my notes and that would turn into what the video would be. 
so like for Trubisky, that video, I think I was talking to my friends about it and we just like had this conversation about what if this happened? And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a TikTok right there. Um, my volleyball team, we were in St. Louis for a tournament and we someone brought up that the arch looked like a parabola and I was like, all right, it's not caught. That's not a parabola, but that, that would be hilarious now if I, if I started doing that. So it just like, I just started, uh, Anytime anything funny would happen throughout the day, I'd I'd put it down somewhere and then be like later in the day when I'd get home, be like, okay, I could turn this into a video like this or something like that, you know. I also enjoyed the ones when uh, you were your high school superintendent, because like right when <laughs> right when Corona came about, like these kids are coming to school because like I felt the same way over in District eighty seven at Glenbard West, like yeah, we would not we would we would be coming to school unless like the buses literally couldn't move out of the parking lot. Yeah, that, that, yeah, like I said earlier, that was because our uh, superintendent was getting a whole bunch of emails from parents and stuff. And he was, he was getting really angry and he told everyone to stop emailing them. And I was like, Oh, there you go. Like, just like that. That's all I took it. I was like, that would be, that would be a good video. That'd be funny. Just pretend to be a superintendent. That's all pissed off because people aren't going to school. And then some of your more popular videos are probably like your reaction ones, like uh, the mirror with the of. I just mm-hmm. I just remember all these because one the the first the easel one that made it onto Barstool Sports was on my for you page. I'm like, this is hilarious. I'm gonna follow this guy. Yeah, that's you. You've done you've done your research, dude. That's impre- this is impressive. The stuff I've done I've done interviews before, but this is really impressive. I mean, I've done interviews with uh, professional athletes. I'm like. I got to know my stuff. I can't, I can't be embarrassed on the, on the podcast. I got you. Yeah. No, this yeah. It's insane. And, Good work. And then, so yeah, this is just like, I know, I basically know like your whole stuff. Cause I, I switched over to your YouTube channel. Like mm-hmm. let's, th- let's talk about that. Uh, Noah Miller controversy with your, for the boys <laughs> video. All right. There we go. Awesome. I mean, Cause he's not only attacked you, he's talked, he's a, uh, Josh Richards was talking about it with Portnoy yet. He mm-hmm. attacks the Sway house and just for everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, and Nick's going to explain it. But if you want more in depth, go to Nick's YouTube channel, uh, mm-hmm. Nick Wooly, just uh, Nick. Yeah. Nick uh, Wooly, just look yep. it up. And then there's like there's a one in the zero, but just look up his name. Yeah, you look up my name, the, the the account will pop up. But yeah, I do a story time, recover, like talk about that whole thing. But basically, I made I made that video because at the time for the boys, like that was the hot thing. You know, everyone had their Saturdays for the boys, like for the boys, like that was just that was just the thing. It was just guys being dudes. It, there was no deeper meaning. There's not a cult. There's not just like <laughs> for the boys. Let's go. So I so you know me being making videos and stuff like you got to take advantage of opportunities if something's hot you got to make a video about it like that's just how it works on tiktok so i made that video where i basically said um there was because i was talking to one of my friends that was a girl and she said that for the boys is dumb because the girls could just say for the girls and it would mean the same thing but no one takes that seriously it wouldn't and that that's something that actually happened. So I made a video about it. Cause like, you know, through in the, throughout the day, you know, you make, make a video about it later. And I said that it, that's not that how that would work because like, I know just from my experience in high school, um, a lot of girls don't like each other and a lot of girls fight all the time. Uh, I've heard some mean things. Girls are not afraid to say some mean things about other girls, but basically I had this argument with her and I was like, there's no way. Cause for the boys, it's like a, it's like a, 
universal thing. It's like it's like a fraternity kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you got a barstool sports hat on right now. I got a barstool flag somewhere in here. But yeah, this is how it goes. And so I made a video about it. And I went to bed and that I, I posted that over the summer and I was getting like it, the video blew up. It only got like 700,000 likes over the summer and people were, and like girls were commenting on it. They're like, this is true. Like they were like, this is funny. This is facts. This is, you know, hate to say it, but it's cool. So it was cool. We were chilling for a little bit. And then three months later, I'm in college and, um, I check TikTok and a whole bunch of people are flooding my comments on that video. I'm like, huh, maybe TikTok gave me round two, some more, some more publicity on this video. And these people were really angry. They're like, what are you talking about? You can't say for the boys, for the boys. Um, for some reason, people thought I was gay too. They kept saying, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're gay. Whoa, 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 what? So then I see that the, this Noah Miller guy made a video about it. So, okay, well, let's go, let's go check this out. It was on his uh, second account. I look at the video and and he's just coming after me and he sends all his people to my video. And he he was basically saying that uh, what I said was unbelievable, that it was was really bad what I said. But I don't think it was. That's why, like... I I don't think it was either. If I say something bad, like, I would take that down. Like, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean or offend anybody. Like, if I say something mean and, and it is mean, I'm going to take it down. But I kept it up. You can go check it. Anyone that's watching, listening to the podcast, like you can go look at the video. It's still up there. It's got like 6 million views because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I showed, I showed some of my friends that were girls, and I was like, okay, watch this and be honest with me. If it's messed up, I'm going to delete the video. But if there's nothing wrong with it, I'm going to keep it up. They watched it. They're like, what? <laughs> what's wrong with this video it's just tiktok everyone's oversensitive on it and, and you you went on it it's turned into a toxic place now mm-hmm. so that had seven hundred thousand likes and in that time period in the three months i joined the tiktok creator fund so basically like for every view you get on tiktok if you're in the creator fund you get like point zero 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 three cents but that builds up over time so um I think it, oh yeah, oops. I think it, I think it gets around like like one dollar per like fifty thousand views, something around like yeah, something something like that. So I'm sitting there, and I didn't know that Noah Miller was big because the only thing I knew was that he had the second account. I thought that was his main account, and then because I was gonna go, I was gonna make a video back. I was gonna make stuff like this guy doesn't have as many followers as me. I'm, I'm gonna destroy this guy. But then luckily I saw that he had a, he had a main account. And I was like, Oh, Ooh, okay. Hang on. We're not, we're not going to do that. But over time, because Noah Miller shouted, like made a video about it and gave it all this publicity, the video ended up getting like a million more views, which that, that it ended up making a lot of money. Of, uh, a lot of money so then I was like okay this isn't that bad this isn't that bad at all and then it all came full circle because his whole thing is spread positivity but he tries to cancel it doesn't make any sense yeah, done, yeah. Done. like his, his bio says spread positivity but then all of his TikToks are just him trying to cancel people just him just hating I like you know you do you remember Don Ellie J the guy that would smile and the like the guy that would just smile and react to other people's videos yeah 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 and he got kicked off the platform. Noah Miller was the main person that got him kicked off the platform. It was he sent his followers to kick him off. So 
So I was like, I was like, all right, whatever. You know, if they hate, let them hate. Watch the money pile up. So I'm sitting there. This is, I want to say, a couple weeks ago. I look at my phone, and I'm friends with Ben Houselog. I don't know if you know who Ben Houselog is. He's he got to make TikToks too. He's got like three million or two million followers or so. He made a video saying about how someone who tries to cancel others just got canceled. I was like, oh. I wonder who that would be. I go in the comments, I see Noah Miller. I'm like, no way. Go to the video. This man made an insensitive racist joke about illegal immigrants. And I was like, this is, there we go. Like, this is a, it's poetic. Poetic. It was wonderful. It was a great day. I was hyped. So yeah, that, that was, that, that's the Noah Miller story. And that's basically what happened. Yeah. So I got, probably like two more questions left on the TikTok, then we'll shift over to the YouTube where you are now. But what, was, right. your, what was your favorite TikTok you ever made? Um, my, the one that I think is the funniest and one I think is the best made is I'm, I'm trying to think how I'm going to word this because it's so random. Wait, is it is it the shack? Is it the the shack? Um, the no, 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 not shack. Not shack. <laughs> no, not the that's inside that's... the NBA one, but the other one. Yeah, the prostate exam. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the prostate no, no, exam. Not... <laughs> that one. It was. It was. Guys, I was on the phone with a doctor, and I said, "My wife is going into labor," and the the doctor said, "Is it your firstborn?" And I oh, say, I know where this is going now. Yeah, that, I say, I say, no, it's my wife or something, or something <laughs> like that. But that, that's not even my joke. Like, that's not even the funny part of the video. Then, then the doctor drops the phone, the screen goes to black and white. And then I go into the speech about how Rosetta Stone didn't sit down in the back of the bus. <laughs> and, and that made me, that made me laugh. So usually my videos don't make me laugh, but even that made me laugh. And I was proud of that one. I'm still proud of that one. It's hard. If you explain it, it's not as funny, but you go back and you watch that video. It's a funny video. So that, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. I also enjoyed like the, right at the, like the start of the lockdown in March was the monopoly one. You made it with your sister and your dad. That, yeah. that, that was that's, a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. And then this, he also explains this on his YouTube. What I'm going to go to now, uh, how did you get on inside the NBA? Okay. So, but I, I'm on the app cameo, right? Yeah. You've heard of cameo. Yeah. You, you, everyone uh, yeah. Everyone knows you. There's celebrities on there from like Dennis Rodman to, I, I can't like just famous people. And, you, yeah. and one of those famous people is, is Nick right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't say that, but I appreciate it. No. So, they let the cameo let me onto their app. They they reached out to me and they wanted to be on that. And I was like, wow, like this is TikTok stuff is starting to pick up a little bit. I was like, all right. So I I only charged like two dollars because I was like, this uh, I'm not worth a whole bunch of money like these other people. Like I'm just like, yeah, yeah that makes funny. Like we'll go two dollars. And I I was like, no one's gonna get any cameos if they do. So two dollars, whatever. So. I ended up getting a couple of cameos and then I got a message from, I got a message from somebody uh, that were a producer from inside the NBA. And they said, Hey, we're doing this episode with Shaq. We cameos our sponsor for the episode. So we're going to do a, a skit where Shaq gets 
two people that are like nobodies and Ernie gets people that people know. And uh, the I jet. It was the jet. Yeah, yeah, the jet. Yeah, yeah, my bad. So I immediately disregarded the message because I was like, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not real. Uh, but I was like, this guy paid $2. I'll take $2. Sure, let's make this video. <laughs> so I make the cameo. And the thing that people don't know is inside the NBA showed the cameo, but they only showed like 20 seconds. There were like 40 seconds after that of me just going in on like, <laughs> like saying a bunch of stuff that can't be on TV. <laughs> because is, was, is it was, because was, you thought it was fake? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I was like, whoever's pulling this prank, you know, just a bunch of stuff. Can't, can't say it on TV, whatever. So I go to bed that night. Two days later, I walk into school and I'm in my, my music class. And my friend next to me, he's like, hey, I saw you on, on Inside the NBA last night, man. That's crazy. And I was like, shut the hell up. <laughs> like, no, you, you did not see me on Inside the NBA. He's like, no, no, you were. And then, and then my other friend was like, no, you were. So then I just assumed that it was, a, I was like, this is a joke. There's no possible way. And he goes, okay, let me prove it to you. And he goes on YouTube and he finds the actual clip and he shows me. And when I tell you, like, I freaked out harder than I've ever freaked out in my life. Bro, it was a whole nother level of freaking out. Like, I couldn't, how am I supposed to focus in music theory when, when, uh, when you're on national crazy. television? Yeah. So then I tell my, my parents, they're like, no, that didn't happen. I was like, I thought that's what, that's what I thought too. And I sent the clip and they're like, oh my God. So, yeah, that's basically how that happened. And it was crazy. I still can't believe it to this day. I don't know how that all worked out, but it did. And it's awesome. Yeah, I think the best part of it when they're showing it, you're talking about like Shaq was in uh, Kazam. He corrects you, Shazam. And then mm-hmm. um, I think the, I think then Charles Barkley goes, he kind of looks like Yao Ming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they told me, uh, and the thing they said there was no script. They just wanted me to go off on Shaq. They're like, give me every bad thing you could say about Shaq. And so like I was like, oh, I should make fun of Kazam and call it Shazam or whatever. <laughs> And I just went through the things. But, yeah, whenever he made that Yao Ming comment, I was like, I've heard that one before, Shaq. <laughs> Trust me, I know. All right, now let's uh, switch over to the YouTube. So when you talk about, like, your switch, you, uh, you've you gone way over this in your YouTube videos. But what do you like about YouTube more than TikTok? And what's the main reason you switched? Yeah, so like you said earlier, uh, TikTok is, like, really toxic now. It's been toxic, but like I've never really had any problems. Like, and I I remember you made a TikTok. Like, there's people fighting over there. There's people fighting over there. We're just chilling in the middle. I'm looking for a fight. <laughs> I'm looking for a fight, and Noah Miller answered, and Noah Miller died. So <laughs> that's what happened. But no, so like I know it's toxic, and what? How many professional TikTokers do you think there are in this world? I don't know. You got the D'Amelios, you got the Addison Rays, the Yeah, I like Josh the top Richards. like 0.001%, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like most of the big people on TikTok didn't get famous from TikTok. Like guys who are big on TikTok, like Gary V, like they had stuff that yeah. they were famous before TikTok. But I'm, I'm talking about like they're, the amount of people that solely make TikToks and that's their full-time job, that's a very, very, very small number, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Now, if you had to guess how many full-time YouTubers there are in this world, how many would you say? Oh, a lot more. Oh, so, so many more, right? Yeah. You got the, your PewDiePie's and then you got like your sports channels. Like there's just, YouTube is way more broader because people can choose what they want to watch. TikTok, it kind of pops up on their feed. Yeah. So TikTok, in order to have it be a full-time job, like you need almost 3 million followers for it to be like a full-time job. YouTube, you can get like 50,000 subscribers and you're, you're set. Like that could be your full-time job if you take it seriously enough. So, and I, I've always liked making, like I've, I've been on YouTube since 2012. Um, even before that, I was making videos and putting stuff on there, but no one saw it, obviously. But I've always made long videos. I always like making those long comedy skits and stuff like that. TikTok was just a thing that I like made a couple videos and they blew up and I was like, oh, I should, okay, I'll just keep doing this. And I kept doing it and I really did enjoy it and I enjoyed the app. But at the end, I think like it just ran its course. And I talked to my other friends that were TikTokers and moved to YouTube and all of them said like, dude, it's the move. You, you, I would recommend it. And I switched over to YouTube and like on TikTok, I average like 50,000 views a post on YouTube. Like I can get a hundred views or something. And that doesn't bother me. I don't care if I get less views. I just want to make sure that the video that I'm putting out is like something that I would enjoy watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then like, what's your favorite type of video to post on YouTube? Uh, is it like a volleyball video, a vlog, Q&A, story time, or like a comedy sketch? I don't really have a favorite, but I like to see the thing. I just like to mix it up because I, I like to make the D3 videos. Cause I know a lot of, because when I was in high school, I wanted to see what it was like being a D3 volleyball player, but there was no one that made videos like that. Um, do, you, are, do you know who Devonte Friga is by any chance? Uh, I do not. Uh, he, he made, he made D3 basketball videos and the problem with, people like basing their entire channel around d3 stuff is once they graduate they're, they're, they have no you got to find you got to find something so that's why i like to mix it up because i enjoy making all the videos equally like some are just harder to make than others but i just enjoy making all of them um but my favorite for, to make is probably the comedy sketches those are the because then i can <laughs> see how people react to those people go oh that was really funny and i'm like oh okay good that was sweet yeah, you also you also host a podcast, uh, the Void Podcast. Is your second podcast? Didn't you used to have the the Nick Woolley the Nick Woolley Show, which is a volleyball podcast, and you host it with I believe Matt. Yeah, I host and it with. So, uh, is that coming back for the second semester? And uh, yeah. what are your hopes for the Void? Yeah, so right now we're working on a we're working on a YouTube series that's that starts the premiere is monday for the youtube series so we want to go ahead and get that out of the way before we start the podcast back up uh right now with the university our guy that like does everything for us we're waiting on him uh we're going to start it back later in the month hopefully that's the like late late january early to mid february that's when we're thinking about bringing things back uh the only thing that sucks is that we can only have two because of covid rules and guidelines and all that we can only have two people in the podcast room at a time so we're trying to find ways around that, like like you're doing right now, zooming and things like that. So that's what the plan is going forward, and we're starting this new series as well on YouTube. All right, before we talk volleyball, I got a good uh, question here. We both love barstool sports. Uh, what's your favorite show there, and who's your favorite personality at barstool? My favorite personality is Portnoy. No, no, uh, like, uh, every, Portnoy. it's everyone. He's the best. Port, Portnoy's got it. Like Portnoy is the best. That is that is that man is an idol. 
he's he's a good dude. Like he's just like you yeah, know he the started the barstool fund. fund. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just a good guy. And uh, and what I love about him is he just he just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. <laughs> and that's something that I feel like everybody should should like just don't care. Just like if you want to do something, just do it. Because who, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Um, my favorite show on Barstool that would be tough. I do like watching the Barstool Sports Advisors and hear their picks oh, yeah. every week for football. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, it was Stu Finer, who is the craziest uh-huh. human being I think ever exists. He's hilarious, but definitely Portnoy is one of my favorite. Uh, I-, I like the Barstool Chicago guys a, light, a lot. Um, their yeah, snake drafts funny. are <clears throat> awesome. Uh, have you have you seen those snake drafts that they do uh, every Monday? Uh, I think I've seen it once. Yeah, they maybe pick twice. like these random topics in the snake draft. Yeah, like, this is a brilliant idea. It's so smart. Yeah, so like, it, yeah, I know. So it's whenever they get like the random topic and they're like, like best fruit snacks, and they go on yeah. the snake draft. Yeah, okay, then yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, best like road trip snacks or like college mascots yeah, sodas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's them. They have a guest on every show, but my favorite like barstool show would either be probably kfc radio because i mean one you know shout out uh kfc for liking some of my clips here on tiktok true hey. true true story shout out kfc for that there you go. I, I love uh feidelberg he's just insane crazy hilarious and then probably the dave portnoy show because it's dave portnoy it's dave but yeah, so that's that's my opinion on you are uh, on Barstool. I love it. Can't get enough stool scenes. I I, I could watch yeah. stools. I could binge watch stool scenes from like two years ago. It doesn't matter. Exactly. This is really entertaining. It's fun to watch. It's fun company. Yeah, I, I I you have made it known that you would love to work there. I would love to work there. I think everyone wants to work there. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about your volleyball. Obviously, you're a D three player at Shrine University in Angola, Indiana, which, for those of you who don't know, is in, like, the most northern part of Indiana. Yeah, it's in the most – it's, like, right – like, I can walk – like, quick drive to Michigan or Ohio right now if I wanted to. Yeah, it's, like, it's close to Toledo. It's up by, like – it's close to Battle Creek, Michigan. And I have a question. Like, back when you were at Plainfield North, right, Plainfield North, right? Uh, did you know you wanted to play volleyball in college the whole time, or did you not do it uh, until like you got an offer? Because a lot of kids struggle. Like, do they want to go play their sport at the D three level, or do they want to go attend a big school and just be a regular student? I feel like everyone who is not getting offers from Alabama to play football their junior season goes through this scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like when I was in eighth grade and freshman year, I was like. We're going D one for football. I <laughs> was like, it was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. Football. I played volleyball since seventh grade, but that was always my side sport. Like it was always, like, oh, like when volleyball season around, it keeps me in shape. I enjoy volleyball, like it's fun. I play with my friends and stuff like that. Um, then after my freshman year of high school, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like one of the team captains. Like I should probably take this a little more seriously now because I, I enjoyed it and it was really fun. So then sophomore year, that's when I started playing club volleyball and I quit football completely. Bro, my poor dad. Imagine telling your dad you wanted to quit football to play volleyball. So yeah, I, I wasn't leave. even allowed to play football. Cause like, I wasn't allowed to play football until eighth grade. I had to beg my mom to let me. Yeah, my mom's like, you know how I'm, like she saw a concussion with Will Smith and was like, mm-hmm. I, I, 
I don't know how people can play this, but like, yeah, I personally, it looks like a lot of fun, but I don't know if I want to be hurt or hurting every seven days. Yeah. I was, I like, even as a quarterback, I took some hard hits and like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's dangerous. Especially if, like, I don't understand how kids that are, like, really little play football. Like, I wouldn't let my kid yeah. play football if it was really little. But I think, like, eighth grade, freshman year, like, once high school starts, that's a good thing. But, yeah, like, I started – so then I started playing club volleyball. And after one year of club volleyball, then I made varsity for high school. And I was like, all right, we're 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 dead set. I don't think I was thinking college just yet. Um, then junior year came around. I got my first email from a college. And I was like, oh, like, people want me and stuff. And so I started looking at schools and then uh, I chose to come here. Yeah. So do you like uh, the smallness of your campus? Like, do you like the smallness? Like, because a lot of kids, once again, struggle, like myself per se, I play baseball and like, Mm -hmm. I, I could probably play D3 ball, but like, do I want to go get that quote unquote, like stereotypical college experience with the big school, the big football games, the, the fraternities, all that stuff. Yeah, see, so like, my friends, they were really surprised when I came here. But, like, I I just – I know it's like, oh, Luke Woolley makes TikTok stuff. Like, obviously, you got to go to a party school or something. But, no, I, I wanted to go to a small school all along. All the schools I looked at were small schools. I like I like quiet. I like knowing everybody. I like making friends and stuff like that. I like, I like the small campus feel and things like that. And – I like the small class sizes too. That's really nice. I don't, yeah. I like that. I'm not just sitting down at a lecture hall every day and just having some guy say some random stuff like people who actually care about me and stuff like that. Like, I can't, I can't just go to, I can't just go to Alabama and be like, Hey, can I get a podcast here? No, get, no. Who are you? Leave. But here, like I can get a podcast. I can do stuff like looks good on resume and stuff. I get to play volleyball. I like the coaches. So everything worked out and uh, this, this, yeah, it was sweet. So you used to be in high school, you were a hitter. Now you moved mm-hmm. to setter. And a little background about me, I used to play volleyball back in middle school. Uh, I had to I had to quit because uh, it was in the same season as baseball season. It, it totally okay. wasn't because I, I wasn't that good. It's totally not that reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm way better. I'm way better at baseball than I was at volleyball. But it, it, it was pretty fun, I will admit. It was It was fun. I did not like defense really that much because I mean I'm not in eighth or in middle school I was not the tallest I'm I'm six foot now but in there I was like five two in seventh grade I'm like so I wasn't like going up there spiking or anything I'm like baseball is definitely the better path but what what is your favorite thing about the game of volleyball Yeah no like like you said defense sucks I'm I'm what they they know me as the James Harden of volleyball because I'm I'm all offense no defense for me but um my favorite the thing that I liked about volleyball more than the other sports was I like in middle school and high school I played basketball volleyball and football right in basketball we had this kid who now plays at Tulsa and we had a kid that is a running back at Purdue on the same team and so they just passed back and forth back and forth. We won every game. We made it to our conference championship. It was easy. Like, I, all I had to do, I mean, I, I started, I'd be on the court for, like, half the game. I'd stand around and stuff. And it was good. We still won. Football, we had, uh, like I said, the running back going to Purdue. We had monster players. So, I could throw the ball. I could pass the ball. Things We could just rely on people to win games in both those sports. 
and you wouldn't have to worry too much. Volleyball, if 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 one person sucks, that's out the, the whole team sucks. People. The whole team sucks. Yeah, so that's like it's like a weakest link type thing. So that's what I like about it because everybody's got to be on the same page and everyone's got to really like care and be in in order for the team to succeed. So that's that's what that's my probably my favorite part about volleyball. I mean, not to brag, Nick, uh, Glenbard West, I think we've won three state championships in the last four yeah, years yeah, for volleyball. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Glenbard <laughs> West, very good school. You ain't got to tell me. I mean, we're, we're good at football, too. We're, we're good at basketball. We have two D1, oh, who will be D1 commits in my grade. And we got a D1 commit in our baseball program. We are, we are good. I think you're tired of it. Glenbard West, all they do is they brag about how cool their camp, how cool their school looks on the top of their hill. And mm-hmm. how good they are at sports and how special they are that they're the only team to play football on Saturdays, which I think is <laughs> totally stupid. I want to play on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't play. I want to watch on Friday. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I would not want to go to a Saturday game. Yeah, it's like it's like it's it's during my weekend, like kind of want go on Friday night when everyone's like in that school spirit. Because like you get out of school, at, we out of school like 230. Yeah. It was like the football game. It was a away game. It's in five hours. So everyone's kind of like the school spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's how it was. Cause then like you go to school Friday and it's like, you're all excited and you're hyped because you know, you got that game tonight or whatever. So it's just like, you go through your day and you're in a good mood because you have something to look forward to. Like Saturday, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go. Let's go back to the college. Uh, this is probably a question for not only I would like to know, but probably all those kids in high school that are thinking about being a student athlete in college. Huh? Mm-hmm. How, is it challenging to balance your time between uh, obviously school, volleyball, your sport, and then for you, a spe- oh, social life, and then you especially your YouTube and media career? So this this one, it, it depends. So I have I had a teammate my freshman year, I had a teammate in high school who was a senior setter. He is now the starting setter at Ball State. Um, and he says it, it is almost impossible just to balance school and volleyball, just in general. Yeah, so I when heard, he told like, me that. Go ahead, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Okay, oh, so he I, told me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I like, yeah, I hear from all the time that like when you play a sport at a college, it's your job, like. Like that's why they want these guys like do you want like the Trevor Lawrence's Justin Fields of the world to get paid because they have no free time. Yeah, exactly. So like for for D one volleyball players, yeah, it could be hard. But I knew I was never gonna go D one. Like I always knew it was gonna be like D three or NAI or something because like first of all, I'm six three. That's that's not gonna cut it in the first place. Yeah, that's not and, that tall for volleyball. Yeah, for volleyball, it's not that tall. And on top of that, like, I make all these videos and stuff. There's no way I would have time to do any of that. Now, if you go D3, it's – like, I if, – if I if I wasn't doing videos or anything like that, balancing school and volleyball, like, easy. That's easiest thing in the world to do. Um, even with the videos and stuff like that, it's still relatively easy for me to balance it. So, it's not that bad. So, if you're going D1 – uh, that's your job. Like that is that is your full time job. You're gonna be you're gonna be waking up early in the morning and doing all that stuff. But if you go D three NAIA something like that, then it's not gonna be that hard. It's not gonna be as bad as as you might think it is. I uh, thank you. I uh, thank you. I know that 
answers a lot of questions for myself and especially other kids going through the same process you did just for sure variants the sport whether it's football basketball whatever and what would you say your favorite thing about being a student athlete is favorite thing about being a student athlete is hmm with a hard question I think the best part is just that I still get to play volleyball because you know there's there's no professional league after college for volleyball like that's that's it so like you like sure there's people that play football and they go to the nfl afterwards who can watch nfl like college this college is the big leagues for men's volleyball so i enjoy that i was able to play in college and go to a college that i really like too uh because i had a lot of friends in high school that weren't able to uh, playing college, and they tell me like all the time they really regret it. That the one, if they could change one thing, is that they would be playing volleyball in college right now. So, so just uh, I like volleyball, so it's nice that I can play it while being at a kick-ass school as well. Uh, that, that's a really good uh, response. I really enjoy that. So, uh, Nick, uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Do you have anything more you'd like to say? No, nah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, thank you for uh, taking the time out. And Nick, uh, where can uh, the listeners find you uh, on social media platforms man you can find me if you you can find me on youtube just put that in one ck space w zero o l l e y or if you want to make it simple for yourself just look up nick Woolley on youtube add me on instagram same username twitter same username it's all the same hey are you still on cameo I am still on Cameo, except my price has gone up a little bit <laughs> since it's now we're at nine dollars. All so. right, yeah. So get a get your own personalized message from Nick Woolley himself. <laughs> That's right. And it won't break it won't break the bank like if you want the Kareem Abdul Jabbar eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I've done a, I've, done, I've actually done Cameo a lot more for advertising. People use it for advertising send personal messages and stuff, which is like, I'll do it. 10 bucks, 10 bucks, you know? Yeah. So uh, I want to like to thank you for coming on. This has been episode 33 of Zoomer Sports Radio. As always, you can find us on TikTok. Of course, we're approaching 5,000 followers there. You can find us on Instagram at zoomer.sports. Find us on Twitter. You can find us anywhere. But this has been episode 33. Thank you, Nick, for coming on. And we'll see you guys later. Thank you, man.